Hello everyone, Homecoming Hero here, and as promised in that update, if you are just coming from that, if not, there's an update on the future of the show and the blog and such on, uh, well, your favorite podcast listening platforms, but hello everyone, Homecoming Hero here, and I am here to talk about my gaming in 2022. Now, in 2023, I plan on beating some of these games and wrapping them up and really whittling down some of my backlog so definitely you might even see an episode or two or what was mentioned in the update you know big project announcement over there um you might be seeing some of that in the future more information in that update but anywho yes some of these games i have not finished but i do plan on finishing in 2023 so we have some of the games i beat some of the games i did not beat but plan on beating and some of the games i should wow i barely scratched the surface i should really get back to those and yeah so we're going to be talking about my gaming in 2022 that i plan on for some of these wrapping up in 2023 and there's some really good stuff on the horizon, so I should definitely take care of this backlog. And when it comes to games in 2022, I may have not played and beaten a lot of them, but the ones that I did beat, I thoroughly enjoyed. I got through the first Klonoa game through the Klonoa collection, and I loved it. I've never played a Klonoa game before, but these remakes are fantastic. Yeah, the Klonoa HD collection is great, and... Another really big thing that I would say is really great for this year was collections. The Capcom fighting game collection, I played with my friends for quite a bit. I literally just bought it to play Puzzle Fighter. I think I wrote a whole blog post about it. But then on top of the Capcom fighting collection, another really big thing that I would say was an amazing collection, a spectacular collection, a Cowabunga collection. Yes, I loved the Cowabunga collection. I need to play it more, but and I need to play it with friends. I need to test the online, but from what I played with the Cowabunga collection and playing games that I've never beaten before, I really, really enjoyed it. I had a fantastic time with it. But one Turtles game that I did beat this year multiple times with friends and on my own was Shredder's Revenge. Shredder's Revenge is nothing short of amazing. Like, this is the kind of arcade-style beat-em-up that I've dreamed of for a long time, and the fact that we got a new one with an amazing soundtrack is just like, wow. So one game that I beat that I started the year off with that is still one of my absolute favorites would be Pokemon's Legends Arceus. This game ended up being just... It actually changed the way I viewed on Pokemon games, and it's one of the reasons why I'm kind of dragging my feet through Scarlet and Violet. I'll get to that one later. But Pokemon Legends Arceus really just, it came out very early in the year. I was enthralled with it. It was very cold outside, so it was just cozy to boot up Legends Arceus and be enthralled in this world and really just enjoy the game and really just love it and the world itself the catching mechanics the battle mechanics all of it was really great and pokemon legends rcs will be a pokemon game that i will not be forgetting anytime soon speaking of not to be forgotten kirby in the forgotten land which i will say right now is my game of the year i i loved it 
I played through it. I am going to be doing a replay of it very soon because I loved it that much. I really, really was blown away by it. I know it's just a stepping stone and I know for some there is less to be desired in it and the game is a tad short, but I just had so much fun with it. I loved it. It was what I've been wanting from a 3D Kirby game and the mechanics and stuff that they introduced in this are going to lead to some amazing Kirby games in the future. So definitely Kirby in the Forgotten Land is going to be like one of those games that I cannot wait to just boot up every once in a while and just go through. Um, another game that I played this year that I ended up really, really having a blast with because there were a couple duds this year, namely Mario Strikers Battle League and uh, Nintendo Switch Sports. Both of those games were ones that I wasn't a really big fan of, nor am I regretting selling them. But in terms of a character I wanted to talk about and a game, Sonic Frontiers, I am going to be hopping all over the place. This is unscripted. But Sonic Frontiers was fantastic. It had a very interesting story. The music was in some places very nice and atmospheric and in other places was blowing me away the boss fights were amazing sonic frontiers is one of those games that really caught me by surprise in the best way possible and this was just a good year for sonic like this was a very very good year for sonic in the best way possible because like we had an incredible movie we had the sonic origins collection which is nice too Music problems aside, have Sonic 3 and Knuckles on modern console. And I did play Sonic Origins, and it was it was playable. It was a Sonic game, alright. It's it's these games that we've played over and over and over again. And another thing that we got was Frontiers, which ended up being very good, and I loved it. And then we got Sonic Prime. And even though Sonic Prime is basically a very like kid-centric kids cartoon it's a well-made kid-centric kids cartoon i didn't have a massive problem with sonic prime i i watched it and i i think some people expected it to be on the same level as the movie where the movies are kind of just for everyone but yeah it sonic prime was also good so sonic just 2022 is a really good year for sonic and then going to Sonic's rival, Mario, Battle League was less to be desired. And Mario hasn't had a platformer in a while, but we got Mario and Rabbit Sparks of Hope. I have not finished this yet, but from what I've played of it, I am loving it. It is well made. The animation is incredible. The music is epic. The writing is really fun and witty. And Sparks of Hope just was a very, very pleasant surprise. So it is definitely worth your time another surprise was lego star wars the skywalker saga coming out in the spring window this one kind of caught me by surprise and i actually bought a lego game full price i saw people talking about it some people got it as a gift and i was like okay what is this and i ended up thoroughly loving and enjoying the skywalker saga like i ended up really really loving it um on the indie scene, so I already mentioned Shredder's Revenge, but the indie game scene was incredible this year. I've yet to start Sports Story, but I'm sure it's going to be incredible. Um, 
I played Tinykin this year, and Tinykin, if you like Pikmin, then you will love Tinykin, and I really like Pikmin. Can't wait to play Pikmin 4, but, like, Tinykin was just a hoot. Tinykin was awesome, and so was Grapple Dog. Grapple Dog is this 2D platformer that I mentioned before on this show that I love nearly and dearly, and both of those were fantastic indie experiences, and there are so many that I picked up during the holiday sale that I will definitely be passing the time with, because indie games are incredible, and there's more on the horizon that I can't wait to play. I'm in the middle of River City Girls 2, and if you love the first River City Girls game, then you are going to love this game. This game definitely makes you benefit from playing the first game, but you didn't need to necessarily play the first game. But that being said, River City Girls 2 is a pretty good time, but my beat-em-up of this year is 100% Shards Revenge. That was just a masterpiece through and through, and I loved it dearly. Another thing that really surprised me this year is that I got into a mobile game and I can't stop playing it, neither can my friends, and that is Marvel Snap. Marvel Snap, as you've probably seen, is a really good card game with zero gacha elements where you use cards to basically capture zones and whoever captures two or more wins, or if you tie whoever has more card power wins. It's a really fun, easy-to-play card game. It's very fun to get into a couple matches and then just go through the game and enjoy it or maybe play like five or six or seven or eight matches who knows like it's one of those games that encourages short bursts and long play sessions at the same time in the best way possible and i really really like marvel snap it's it's great i played on my phone and it also has a port on pc and yeah marvel snap definitely worth your time and effort and it's free 2022 had also is going to be remembered as a game that I kind of changed how I viewed retro collecting. Instead of collecting for every console under the sun, I've whittled it down to only a couple consoles. Now I collect for the Wii, the DS, the 3DS, and the Game Boy Advance. Instead of collecting for about 8 or 9 or 10 different consoles. And I look forward to finding more gems and playing retro games that I've never found before. Especially my Wii collection really bolstered this year with games that I loved growing up like Mario Galaxy 2 and Kirby's Epic Yarn that I never owned, but now I do. And next year also really excites me. For my most anticipated games of next year, there aren't a lot right out the gate, but the Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection is one. One Piece Odyssey is going to hopefully be incredible. I cannot wait to get my hands on Odyssey. Kirby's Return to Dreamland DX is going to blow us all away in the best way possible. And yeah, there are just so many great picks. There's so many great games coming out. Street Fighter 6 is probably going to be a favorite of mine. And in terms of movies, well, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Part 1 is going to be my movie of the year. And the Mario movie, which I haven't reviewed the trailers yet, some of my predictions have actually been right, and that's really exciting. Like, I am very enthusiastic for the Mario movie. Am I optimistic? Yes. But also, like, I'm actually kind of excited for it. 
Some other games that I played this year was a fair amount of multiverses and Fall Guys, which, I mean, no harm, no foul. They are free-to-play games, and I would definitely say they're best enjoyed with friends. I did not pick up Overwatch 2, and I regret nothing. Um, that being said, 2023 has some titles that I'm very excited for. Even if there aren't that many, at least right now, I'm sure there will be at least a couple. Of course, Tears of the Kingdom is another really big deal that I cannot wait to dive into and play and explore. And I can't wait to see what 2023 holds in terms of friends, life adventure, creating, and gaming. That's right, as mentioned in the update here, update, like, episode, I mean, 2023, I'm going to be giving it my all. I was knocked down, but I'm still going. And I encourage you, if you feel knocked down, to do the same. Thank you so much for listening, and thank you for hearing about my little year-end review in gaming. I will have another podcast episode in the somewhat near future if I can find topics to talk about and I might even just be using the podcast for a while to discuss backlog games who knows we'll find out we'll see it when we get there and I'll see you in the future take care